I'm Courtney. I'm Joe. And, and this, this is Courtney, Courtney and Joe, Joe Spoil, Spoil Everything. everything. back for episode two and i just want to preface this by saying thank god this is over with <laughs> i never want to watch another episode of the show ever again agreed agreed i thought going into this i was like oh maybe like i'll go back and watch the episode where he dies well that doesn't happen that happens off camera apparently <laughs> so not worth it so i actually watched a youtube video of every death that happened there's oh. a lot of off-camera deaths. Um, but our boy does die. Um, the dude has sex with his secretary. Um, does die in a car. I don't. I didn't see how. It was just like the way the YouTube video. And I was like, ah, whatever. I don't care enough to try to figure it out. <laughs> I saw the train thing where, she, where Kate Myra got thrown in front of a train. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the biggest. Um, I think, I mean, from what I've gathered, that was the biggest shocker, I guess, when it came down to it. Um, I... I thought it was weird going into this that we did not see anybody from the pilot episode except for Claire. We've never seen any of these people besides her. We didn't see like the Doug, the right hand man guy. No. He was on the first. I one? don't think no. so. Not that I can remember. This is just how much the show sticks with me. Like I just don't care. It's in one ear out the other. I'm like, this <laughs> thing sucked. No, because I wrote new bald dude. I like this bald dude too. <laughs> like. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I tried watching it, so I was like, eh, give me the option to skip the intro. I was like, no, nah, watch the intro. There's a pregnant statue of her, of Robin yeah, Wright. I marked that down, too. I thought that was really strange. I think that's supposed to signify, like, she's trying to be this mother figure, but she's really, like, this evil stone person. But Ooh, it was weird. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it like opened up and she was president. I was like, oh shit, we called that. And then it was like former president. And I was like, oh, he did it. Oh shit, we called that too. Yes, we were laughing about your notes, like the original thoughts you had before we watched it. But then th all those things like panned out. Yeah, look at that. I still don't know. Like I'm still taken aback of how she could be the vice president to her husband, the president. Like nobody is going to vote a husband and wife to be the president, the vice president. We guess. Like I was can't believe I was just like, I was laughing at myself last episode, but I'm just like, I guessed it. It was pretty fucking easy, to be honest with you, how easy it was. <laughs> you um, were totally right. I mean, and most of your stuff kind of was right, because I think she was she was the one that, I mean, you made this comment about him kind of being old school and she was always trying to push him. I mean, I think she was trying to push him. Like, I think that's what this came down to. And I think even her pregnancy, like, I don't think they had sex to get pregnant. I think they did some, like, fertility thing from like what I put together. For a long period of time. Yeah. <laughs> Just immaculate conception. Yeah. Um, she was transparent. That was, like, the new wave, you know, be transparent right. with your presidency um, that she was trying to talk about. First of all, that press room, that was a pretty good set. That looked just like the, the like real press room. Yeah. I was like, props, props to that. But there was one thing that bothered me. Are you yeah. ready? Mm -hmm. There was preposterous cell phone holding by one of the reporters in the audience. He had like this huge like Galaxy Note 10. <laughs> like, I missed that. Like like tablet looking thing because he was holding it so weird. It bothered me to my core. Was he meant to be like one of those newspapers where they're not backed by anybody? They're like writing for the local journal and all he's got is the cell phone to do the story with. Yeah, people are like, I don't know what you're from are you from reddit <laughs> you have reddit do you have like reddit he's an independent blogger who somehow made yeah. a press room with the like, president 
But I mean, I was I was kind of pumped for you that your your initial thoughts panned out. I mean, I thought that was I honestly didn't even about this episode. truly realize it. Like all the like how much I actually did call it until you just mentioned it to me. Yes, yeah. The only note I had was like president now, former president. And I was like, and then mentions that she's a widow. So they did kill him off. That, yeah. that was all I had. I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, I that was that. Like but, I, but after you just said that, I was like, holy shit, I guess this whole show. Like yeah. my big brain guess this entire show. <laughs> and I well, made fun of myself. I gotta just stick to my guns from now on. That that is just stick to your gut. You know, that's you know, that's for the people. That's for you guys at home. Yeah. Always stick to your gut. Always stick to your convictions. I mean, this show had the depth of a puddle. So, I mean, it wasn't too hard to maybe put together. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I want you to, I wish you guys could see me right now. Look at me. Here's my conspiracy theory. All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. This is why there's such bad acting in this. Back when Netflix originally recorded this. Guess what? They had to shoot it all in one take because they didn't have enough money. That is why it is so bad. And then they paid this college intern to then color correct it. And that's why everything has this shitty Instagram hue on it. That's like makes everything blue and black. That's why everything looks like it was filmed at 2.30 in the morning. I'm I'm definitely on with your theory because I didn't like she looked so stoic. And her acting was wooden. And I'm not putting down Robin Wright because I think she's a great actress. But I think what you're saying is true. Like, I think they've almost lost hope at this point because of what happened between seasons five and six. So it's kind of like they're like, all right, we're going to phone in these last six episodes, get through them and be done with this shit show. (laughs) We, We already set this money aside. Like we already paid people. Like, we might as well just do it. Yeah. I mean, come to find out, they had already started shooting. So they had to throw all that out and start again. So I'm sure there was this kind of rush. This kind of like, uh, what do we do now? Well, we'll talk about it. Talk about the, what happened with Kevin Spacey. To, to be honest with you, like, I just knew it was like a sexual assault thing. I saw it in the news. He was in like the Cape or like Nantucket or something. I was like, oh, oh that must be yeah, nice. There was and, like, this like tiny ass courtroom. <laughs> go ahead like tell me what happened because i really don't know and like i didn't care at the time but now i'm kind of interested to see what happened this is around the time when everything's coming out with harvey weinstein and Alyssa milano has now done the famous hashtag me too so that's at the beginning of october okay by the end of october we're getting all these people coming out saying making all different allegations and what happens almost the last day of october is this actor anthony rapp comes out and claims that kevin spacey tried to sexually seduce him in the 80s when rap was only 14 years old so spacey's an older guy getting into the movie business and basically tries to come on to this young kid so of course that comes out i mean before that time i don't know if people really understood if um spacey was a homosexual or not but basically that comes out and instead of kind of owning up to it spacey comes out and says I honestly do not remember the encounter. It would have been over 30 years ago. But if it did behave, but if I did behave as he describes, I hold the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. So he's not actually like owning up to anything. He's basically claiming like, oh, I was drunk. I forgot it. MBD. He's like, it's the 80s, baby. Yeah, exactly. It's the, yeah, he chalks it up to that. And everyone's like, okay. And then he kind of goes on to say like, Oh, I've had relationships with men and women, but you know, now I live as a gay man. Well, people are rightfully pissed because they're using some guy's sexual assault story as another guy's coming out story. So they're like, well, this is weird. 
Well, by the time that ramps up in the next couple of weeks, people are coming out of the woodwork saying it, that they've had some like weird sexual moments with him over the years. And we're talking like a 30 year span here. Boom. Then the bomb drops. Basically the house of cards cast and crew come out and they're like, there's several of us that he has tried to be inappropriate with. Um, they described it as a toxic work environment. They described his behavior as predatory. Um, you have people coming out with um, stories like a PA and he's trying to put his hands down the PA's pants. Like just crazy things are coming out. And basically from there, Netflix got rid of him. House of Cards got rid of him. And they're scrambling for what to do next. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up. That's not cool. The career's over for him. I, I mean, no, everyone can rebuild themselves, but because this was such a big thing, it was a big impact on the show. The show was very popular at the time. Netflix did the right thing. They had to drop him, right? But what happened was they had to pick up with filming in 2018, and now they have to focus on Robin Wright's character for the remaining eight episodes and kind of finish out this series as best they can. Yeah. Well, I mean, apparently he didn't think that it was over because he put out all these weird YouTube videos that I saw. Oh my God. Yeah. And the first one was like a Christmas one. And he goes, you want to know how you get rid of this? You kill it with kindness. And I was like, is kindness the name of the person that killed your three accusers? Like they would, (laughs) I remember they were just like dropping off by flies. I was like, this, this, this doesn't add, this is some house of cards shit. It was definitely life imitating art, imitating life. And then the set, the thing is he was in character the whole time, like talking to the camera in a southern accent yeah well the first one that he produced was the christmas before when he says let me be frank and so of course that's like the double entendre like oh let me back into the show and play frank and like let me be frank about what i'm saying like ridiculous it's a christmas tradition like none other and i (laughs) did he did he do a 2020 oh yeah i guess it hasn't come up yet that would be stupid (laughs) no Um, 20 but i am interested if he does another one i mean I definitely won't watch it, but I will mention it at some point. Yeah. They kind of blew me away. You know what? The quality of those videos to me was better than the A plus. <laughs> yep. The colors were way better. Like it was, it was professionally done. Yeah. And I had seen those videos before we ever watched the pilot of this. So I was like, all right. I kind of get like this whole, um, this kind of like mystery, this kind of, and I didn't feel that in what we watched at all. I didn't feel like I was watching like a mystery unravel. I felt like I was watching like wooden acting and like really scripted things. And this is how it's going to play out. And that's that. Like I, give me a bad You want to know why I felt watching those videos of Kevin Spacey in his house? Yeah. As if he was rubbing my shoulders. <laughs> Maybe that's what he meant to evoke. That's also, that's also an inside joke. Oh my God. We're not going to talk about that right now. Yeah. We got to talk to our lawyer first before we talk about that. <laughs> All right. So we're going to dive back into this episode. Yeah. Break it down. Let's break it down from the top here. All right. So after the press room, she goes into her Oval Office and there's this, this guy who wants to resign. He works for the FBI, I think. And he brings his wife and baby in. Like what a jamope as like a sympathy factor. Yeah. And I was like, insert eyeball emoji. This is is terrible um who does that and she's like oh please let him resign i was first and foremost i was like how did these three people just get into the oval office without her there like is security that whatever and then i was like who cares about him what does he matter to the story (laughs) and turns out he didn't matter to the story i'll tell you when i was most pumped they when they did the opening credits and i was like oh diane lane's gonna be in this like i i dig on her 
even Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear was doing the best acting in this entire show. Yeah, the brother. And they didn't show that he was like sick until later when they panned out. Yeah. I didn't know he was sick until later in the episode. They panned out while he was on the porch. And then they zoomed out a little bit and you could see like an IV drip. Uh, I didn't know he was sick because they, they hit it the, the whole time. Um, right. And whose brother was he supposed to be? Was he supposed to be Diane Lane's brother? Was he supposed to yeah. be Claire's brother? Okay. No, I, yeah, he's Diane Lane. I went kind of back and forth through the whole thing. Yeah, because they were, the reporter was like, when, when's the last time you guys sat at a table together? After he was like, oh, my family always sat together. And he's like, oh, right. it's been a long time. Right. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't know what her place in all of this was, Diane Lane. I think that there was some child she had who maybe was in prison and she was trying to get him pardoned. I don't know. That's kind of what I put together, but I really don't. I'm not sure. Um, but what I really thought was interesting and it was so subtle was that they called her President Hale. So she went back to her maiden name, maiden name. which yeah. kind of speaks volumes for two people who've never seen any other episodes, which is that they obviously weren't they weren't happy in their marriage. It had fallen apart. She wanted to distance herself from the name because apparently he got caught rigging the election. Yeah. Um, well, she had she had pardoned Doug for, for his part in it. She was, but I wasn't sure how accurate that was. I almost got the feeling like she was trying to drag his name through the mud. Mm-hmm. And so she was casting like that level of suspicion over her husband to kind of say like distance herself from him. But I don't know. I have a feeling she did a lot more shady underdealings than she let on. I guess we'll never find out because I don't care to watch it and find out <laughs> the situation room uh, scene that was, that was shortly after um, was, was totally scripted. The people were just reading lines and then they were just like, I don't want any part of this. And then the next person like cut and it was like a gap in time. And I was like, this whole scene is like some person with a cue card, like on a poster board. And yeah. they're just reading it. They're like, you want to know what? Fuck it. Let's just add the scene the last second. That's what it felt like to me. It was so overly rehearsed. And I'm just thinking to myself, is it supposed to be this way because she really wants to be like this high riding bitch? Or like, why was it so, it was like, okay, I gave my line. No, you give your line. No, I'll give my line again. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. It's like someone was just sitting there pointing to them. Tell them to read it. They're like, no, actually, you, you quick, do yeah. this. The most excited I got when when they said that she was excluded from his will and he left everything to the right-hand man, Doug, I was like, yeah, like, what a kick in the ass. Well, there's a whole curve to that entire story. As you find out later in the episode, Doug actually worked for her the entire time. So her, her, the, putting the money in Doug's name and everything is a way for her to keep it until the allegations are over. I did not pick up on that. The whole thing is when he, when the guy was coming in with the bomb. Oh, right, right. He was supposed to be the assassin that was supposed to kill her. Yeah, I I understood that. And Um, in typical House of Cards fashion, they don't explain it to you. It just happens and he just like gets walked out. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I had to like put everything together in my brain and be like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of sleuthing to be like, what's going on here? Because he comes into the room with her, this FBI man, and she's like, how much did they pay you? And he just gives up immediately. I was like, (laughs) don't even like try to lie or anything. And then he just gets walked out. Did you like when they were eating ribs? And he didn't eat them because I thought maybe he thought that they were poison. Yeah, that was so apropos. Like, I was like, oh, the ribs are back. I was like, oh, shit, that's our ribs from the first episode. Oh, we're going to bookend this. You know what I thought was the the most interesting or something I made up in my mind because I'm not really sure 
is that when he was talking about Frank's audio tapes, I was like, oh, is that supposed to be Frank addressing the camera? Because it sounded like what he was saying was some of the same lines from the pilot episode. And I wasn't sure. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Like if that goes in that direction where he was addressing the camera the whole time and those are his audio tapes. But then Doug and Claire also addressed the camera. So I was like, well, there goes that. Like there, oh that would have been the cool factor. I hated that. I hated that. Oh, like we did not. Once Frank was gone, we did not need a new person to address us. I was like, don't, don't twelve reasons why the rest of this this series. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't make it about audio tapes. You skip one of the reasons. Thirteen reasons why. Oh, it's thirteen reasons why. I actually watched the whole show, so yeah, I mean, goes to show you. Okay, <laughs> there's one part I was really excited about, and this is going to be story time for all the viewers at home. So there was, um, she called up this like Russian president or um leader his name was petrov um and they were talking about kind of military action and, and things that were going to happen you know bombings and stuff like that yeah it brought me back to uh, a time of my production days so i worked for a national park service film called beneath the plains check it out i won a few awards the, i was a producer on that i got to interview sergey khrushchev who was nikita khrushchev's son so i got to spend the whole day with this guy I'll, I'll post a picture on our Instagram page. I was just kind of asking him because we had all this stuff with Putin going on and, you know, Trump, it was right before the election. It was in 2016. I was just kind of like, like, what was it like being on the other end of this? He goes, you want to know yeah. what? We did not care about America. You guys think that everything is about you. We did not care. So Ooh. he was just like, basically we could give a fuck about you guys. You guys are just like all about us, like as like the boogeyman. I was just kind of picking his brain. And one other thing that he told me is really cool. It will always stick with me is I was asking him about Sputnik because in, in the film we mentioned Sputnik was like this big thing that was coming up uh, when it comes to, you know, the cold war and, and things that were, you know, exciting, you know, pretty much everyone on earth, they were, they were worried about what this thing can do. He was like, yeah, I was a college student. And um, basically my father who ran the Soviet union was just like, Hey, what are you doing today? You want to come? Like, we're going to shoot this thing up in the space and see what happens. Oh we have God. no idea what it can do. And he was kind of like, we didn't know what it could do. We just knew that it beeped and, like, we could hear it. And, like, everybody thought it was, like, spying on them and had, like, all these capabilities. He goes, no, we kind of just, like, fuck it. We don't even know what this thing's going to make it in the space. He's like, it was oh the most nonchalant thing. There was, like, a few people, like, in the middle of nowhere. And they just shot this thing up in the space. Like, he was just, like, so chill about everything. I was, like, so open about everything. Uh, it was truly a once in a lifetime experience. He actually he signed my book called Khrushchev on Khrushchev that he wrote about his father, and he signed it in English, and he signed it in Russian. It was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. Do you That's think how much of like based on your experience, how much of this in this episode do you think was kind of taken from real life? She was using the 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 weapon, um, using saying she was going like, to drop an atom bomb and all this stuff, basically as a distraction to try to figure out who's who's the who's the rat in the white house right right she almost seemed like she had more chemistry with the russian guy than she did with her husband like they yeah, were, i felt like it was like yeah. did they date or something like something was going on there no at the end he was like you want to know what i'm gonna miss you yeah i remember playing on the phone so like it, it it's all an act that they had to play um and he was like i truly know you and when they were talking privately so that's yeah. why like when she hung up on him he he just knew that she wasn't actually gonna bomb them right and it was more like i have to put this on you know facade to in order to 
you know, portray a certain person, to be the mother of America, to be like this strong, independent person, uh, when really she was more dependent on everyone else than ever before. So Right. And I mean, that was her whole thing, right? That's why she's rocking this big belly. That's why there's the statue. Like, she's going to be the mother figure. She's going to save them all. She's going to save them from nuclear war and anybody against her. And really, she is the biggest piece of shit in this entire series. I mean, if you go back, and we'll get to it in a little bit, but if you go back and read, like, the reactions of fans and critics, it's like every single person missed Frank. And of course, you got to separate from Kevin Spacey, but they really just missed him, his energy, his slyness. Yeah, like it, it was just constant, you know, backwards referral. There was no like present, right. present tense, anything. But right. like after that scene with the Russian president person, the whole episode got weird. Like it just got weird. It just, like yes. there was a baby kicking scene. I felt scene. like very eerie about it. Like I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself, is this supposed to be shot this way? Is this supposed to be going on this way? Because it just felt so wrong. Even when she took the drink, I'm like, Oh, she's going to drink now that she's pregnant. Like that's ruthless. <laughs> like yeah, just, no. it all felt wrong. And is that maybe that's what we're supposed to feel in this. When she pulled that woman's hand back on her belly, she's like, look, she's kicking. That note means like she knows you're full of shit. And then there was a scene where she went into the nursery and there was this woman sitting in the corner. It was her Who younger was self. That was her younger self? Yeah, oh, so shit. it took me a little bit of time to break that down. And I think it was she was kind of talking to her younger self. And they were she was talking about boys that she liked before Frank. And and then when she said the thing about like eating him and she was the root of the evil. And I think that's probably what the series was trying to portray. But to me, she wasn't strong enough. When you're a strong, smart woman, you do things in a sly way. She was an outward bitch. That wouldn't have gotten her far. I will say this about her character. A-plus from the wardrobe department. Yeah, I love She had the freshest outfits. I've never seen anyone have, like, tailored clothes for being pregnant. Yeah, like, perfectly like, tailored, like, perfectly to the belly. The hair was always in place with one behind the ear. Like, it was, yeah. and the <laughs> that cuff, was great. Some of her cuffs were different colors. And I was like, that's popping. I love that. Yeah. I was like, yes. I was like, her wardrobe is amazing. And I mean, yeah. I think it's always been that way. You have to dress the part in order to be the part type of stuff. When we talked about in episode one, you know, the difference between being a normal, kind of the person that works for that nonprofit and being right. like, you know, this elitist. I think that really showed through. Um with her outfits, I mean, they were they were fantastic. They, the wardrobes are great. I mean, yeah, the wardrobes in the sets are amazing in this. You know, all the men in the suits—that's pretty like a slam dunk. I was pleasantly surprised. I agree. And, it was the the way they did set design, the way they did costumes. That was all really well done. And I'm not picking on the writers of this because I don't think it's the writers. I think they were handed a thing. You know, a situation that happened midway between season five and six. They kind of have to pick up the pieces here. They kind of still have to make it interesting and kind of cutting edge. But it lost that underlying manipulation and it became straight out like, oh, we're going to like she kills the man in the Oval Office. What's what's the next step after that? Well, like that was supposed to be like the last enemy or like the last thing to Frank. And now she's just going to have a pleasant go lucky presidency but the one thing that i don't get is like what was on the tape and what was on the tape that made her so mad because she like took her wedding ring off do you did you remember that yeah when that shook her to her core i mean i don't know what i mean imagine it's frank's voice i don't know what he said um 
Well, she said her favorite thing about Frank was his voice, and it didn't matter what he said. It was just his voice. So maybe, like, I don't know what was said, but that that was, like, the best part of the whole episode, I think, is when she took her ring off, and it was, like, 10 seconds. So, but it was (laughs) was a really powerful scene, and I, I, I... connected to that scene and made me feel like well what the fuck's on the tape yeah exactly exactly you know that's the kind of mystery that i think i've been looking for as we've kind of like peeled this back because i love that we didn't hear what was on the tape but i love that it showed on her face and kind of got us it brought us into the scene with her there's no one she's interacting with it's just her and the camera and i enjoyed that you know this this kind of melodramatic at the end with her back and forth with the paper cutter does not does not do anything for me. I love that underlying thing. I love that mystery. That's what it needed more of. It would have pumped some life into this. I love how much Doug straight up loved Frank. <laughs> like, like loved him. Oh, just absolute man crush. His like his whole life was Frank. Yes. I didn't like I bet you they just like were inseparable in the other seasons and stuff. I love when he says that he basically had to kill the man to save the legacy. I mean, that's how much he loved this dude that he didn't want him to look like a piece of shit to other people. Yeah. And that was kind of like the whole point of why everything like hurried up and ended the way it did. It was supposed to be like the tape was a secret. They came out against each other to look like they hated each other, but secretly they were working together the whole time. When, when you put it together like that, those are the key pieces to this. I think those are the key pieces of why people enjoyed this series. If they could have cut some of the melodramatics, cut some of the other things and just kept it to those underlying things that you kind of have to figure out. I think that we would have a better reaction to this overall. Yeah. I mean, very game of Thrones esque. Um, I love game of Thrones. I've watched the whole series. and I hated the last season. Courtney has never seen game of Thrones. <laughs> I have not. So we will do a special live episode where um we'll we'll do dawson's creek and game of thrones back yeah, to back we'll do our dawson's creek one i've never seen one of them <laughs> um and those are going to be some really good episodes for you guys but th- this is very much kind of like you hurry up wrapped it wrapped it up you just like whatever this is what we had intended to to put over you know maybe one of the three more seasons but we're just going to hurry up and wrap this up really quick and just kind of put the plot points in and we're not going to let you figure anything out like that's what it felt like to me Yeah, it's hard when, and I don't know how many moving pieces were going on with House of Cards, but it's hard when, you know, you've established certain things and then it has to, it kind of almost has to jump the shark, right? Because Spacey's gone. He's the entire focus of the show. They got to kind of make up for something. But why do they have to make her so ruthless? I could get behind a woman being empowered and being strong and even kind of a ball buster, but she was just so stoic. She, She wasn't relatable. Well, she said that like hating men word. I already forgot that word. Oh, when she said about misogyny and then she said the opposite word of like. Yeah, no one knows what that word is. Right. That that was was a a pretty cool point. Yeah. I mean, that scene, I know we like picked it apart and stuff, but like once she got to the end of that table, that's when she started like really acting. I almost felt her like when she had the interactions with Diane Lane's character, I almost felt like they were trying to like out bitch each other. And really that could have been a moment where it was just look, it didn't have to be a lot. Didn't have to be said. I you thought they were going to make out at one point. I, I, I thought there was some definite. When they touched the belly thing. I was like, she's going to smack her. Yeah. 
right across the face or they're going to kiss. Yes. Get wild. I, they would have pumped some life into that scene. I mean, well, really. people are like, is there going to be another season? Is there going to, it was like up to like this month. People are still trying to be like, is there going to be another season of this? I'm like, I hope not. Well, because what did you think when it faded to black? What was your initial reaction? Won't you let go of the bird? It means everything's going to be all right. So it was kind of like, I don't know. I, I don't I could care less. I'm so over this episode. <laughs> I mean, I'm so over the series. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I know I've seen like I'm pretty pumped about it as we started talking, but I'm just kind of like, oh, boy, I can't wait till we move on to something really cool, like a show that maybe I can kind of be interested in. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I definitely think there's going to be some as we go through this that that we really love. <laughs> this was not it. I want to read you a couple, um, a few things here. Um one of the uh, showrunners for the show when it's all over and they kind of say that, you know, it's up for the audience interpretation. You know, he says, whatever the audience imagines after all, this is part of the end of the show. And there are questions, no doubt about it. What story is Claire going to tell? How is she going to get away with it? Now that she's done with the last piece, will she really move on? But that's up to the audience and their imaginations, which is fine. Like I get that. And I understand it's like, it's for you to wonder what happens next, but it's like, because she was so new into the office, you know, I think I read one thing where it says at this point in the series finale, she's only a hundred days into the office. Now she just you know, stabs someone to death in the oval office. It's like, well, how do you go from there? You know what I mean? It's so out of the realm of reality that it, it gets away yeah, from People that don't even pass money. legislation within the first hundred days of office. That's usually like when you yeah. have your first piece of legislation that gets, that gets brought to like that describes your legacy as a president. Exactly. And here exactly. we are. We, we got to do get new carpet going. Well, you know, if he had stayed, so they, like I say, because the script was pretty much almost finalized before he was fired. So I guess if he had stayed, and I, I do like this storyline better, it was going to be like he had to resign from the presidency. She takes over. He wants her to pardon him for like his wrongdoings, and she's not going to do that. So then it's kind of this cat and mouse thing. They go back and forth. And I think by the end, he was still going to be killed off either at the end or shortly before the end. And so the outcome would have been the same, but the journey there would have been different. And I think that's the journey I would have enjoyed seeing. Yeah, I think he probably would have died of natural causes because if you look at the progression of his character, he goes like gray. And I know like presidents go gray and get like stressed out. Like they always show that Obama photo and yes. stuff like that. But you know, maybe he was sick and that's why he resigned as president. Um, yeah, that would have been something I would have liked to see. I did notice that in the pictures, like when I'm, you know, going through some things here that, yeah, he was graying as the seasons progressed. And this is only six seasons long. So I, I liked that piece of it. And I would have liked to see them because originally I think they're working together. Now I want to see them like combat one another. I would have liked to see yeah. that play out more. I'd like to see them break more dishes in the house or call yeah. each other by their first name. Francis. <laughs> Just step over that broken glass like it's not it's even still there. there from that first episode. It <laughs> pisses you off to no end. They're still picking pieces of it off the couch. Oh yep. my gosh. You know, I had, um, I jotted down some fan and critic reactions that made me laugh. One headline I pick up, it says, House of Cards, dismal ending proves it never had anything to say. <laughs> it was lambasted after the series finale. Um, a fan tweeted, season one. Let's solve this political problem with strategy and calculated manipulation of other people. Season six. What if we murdered all of our political opponents without explaining how we got away with that? So you can see that it kind of like the thing, you know, we talked about in the first episode, we were missing kind of the punchiness, the twists, things like that. But maybe we would have been better off had we just kept with the subtleties that Spacey was bringing into the series. 
Oh well, yeah, definitely. I mean, people were pissed. I mean, it's just kind of like what I said with Game of Thrones. Like, you dedicate time and effort and emotional connections to this, and then for it just to end, it sucks. I hate when people like I hate when that shit happens. Like, right when someone few, leaves, it's challenging. There's very few shows they wrap it up perfect, put that bow on it for you. Yeah, and then you'll stop thinking about it and always be fond of it and like look back on and be like, that was a great show. I didn't feel satisfied with this. I thought when it went to black, I was like, oh, did I watch the wrong one? Like, is another episode going to pop up? No, that was the end. It's hard. You know, when a show goes on, if you think about something that's been on the air for years and years and years, like you got to think about like Grey's Anatomy, which is still going. Yeah, it's going to be hard to wrap that up in, in a wholly satisfying way. But a show that's only six seasons, that's the perfect time. That's the perfect arc to close out these stories and do it in a memorable way. And I know that they had to kind of throw it against the wall and see what would stick. But I would have, I would have liked to seen, okay, Spacey's not there anymore, but maybe he's not killed off. Maybe he's on the run or, you know what I mean? Even though we can't see him anymore, I would have liked to see something like that. Like, I just feel like I'm, we're just going to get roasted in, in the comment section. And like, <laughs> people be like, you guys are fucking stupid. You don't get, you don't get how deep this is. You don't you know, get- all those poli side people are going to be like, these two are dumbasses. And maybe we are, but I'm not into this. No, I'm, I'm just not, not into politics. Like, I'm sorry. The politics are my jam. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, I yeah, I want to be, I want to invest in the characters. And I don't care if they're a good guy or a bad guy. I want to invest in them. And I have not, in the two episodes we watched, found someone that I could invest in besides the two bald dudes. Like, well, you can't, you can't connect with anybody because there's like, this. these people act like they don't have faults. You know what I mean? We can't connect to them. We can't understand it. So if you're <laughs> you're kind of like eliminating half of your viewing audience. There's also like just a lack of diversity, really. Yeah. Um like even for me. It was just like as a white male, I was like, there's no diversity in the show. Like for sure. I can't connect with these like super rich people. Like it, it doesn't do it for me. Like I no. can't I can't relate. Like I wanted to try and like I tried it on the second episode. I was like, I'm gonna go in you know, after we recorded episode one, I was like, you know what? I'll really give this a chance and really try to figure out what happened. But I was like, nope, it all just played out exactly like I thought it would. Right. And that's, you know, I would have really liked if we, if we go back and reflect on the pilot episode, when they, when he comes home and they have those weird interactions with one another, I would have liked it if they had some like weird sex where she was like in charge in the bedroom or something, like something to say, I'm still human. We still do these things. Not that this is just a business meeting. (laughs) Well, apparently she had sex with someone, and then he died. It was it was in one of the, it was in that YouTube video I watched. He like died underneath her. Oh my god! So like I don't know if she killed him or he just had a heart attack. I was like I don't know, but no one wanted to be in that show. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm he's out. out. He's out. And I can understand why we didn't see a lot of people from the pilot because they were probably the people who were stepping stones to get to the top. So they kind of like they had their part and they were gone. They had their part and they were gone. But it's it's kind of discouraging when you get to a series finale and you don't see original people because everyone loves that nostalgia. So they like to see who was there from the yeah, beginning. Just traditional callbacks. I mean, the only callback they did were the ribs. And that was like the only thing. Yeah. Um, and then I mean, her final line, her final line in the whole thing is there's no more pain, which is the same thing that Frank said to the dog in the pilot episode, which is like, okay, but... It wasn't enough. If it would have been cool is if she was eating the ribs and they zoned out. All right, that's episode 
two of House of Cards. We are going to be bringing um, experts and super fans in for some of the following episodes. So um, I can't wait to see what We're else. We'll be watching like some different away. genres as well. I am excited for that. Absolutely. I'm excited to leave Polly Simon Review Mirror for, for a little while. <laughs> for a little um, while. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining, guys. Thank and you. Check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, and make sure to check out our website, learn a little bit about us. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, comment, whatever the, all that jazz is. Yeah. And, uh, we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.